What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanez from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app. And of course, as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanas Now archived as well on the Nuanas Now podcast. If you haven't checked out the M Store in downtown Missoula, you need to. At the M Store, they're all Grizz all the time. They have some of the best, but more importantly, most unique selection of Grizz gear you're going to find anywhere. They got stuff that nobody else in town, nobody else in the state of Montana has available. And right now, the M Store has a whole bunch of great deals going on. April specials include huge percentage discounts on all headwear, sweatshirts, and jackets. They also are now an authorized Apple service provider. They offer computer repair. They got MacBooks, iPads, and a whole bunch of great Apple products in store there as well. Go check out the M Store, located at the corner of Higgins and Broadway in downtown Missoula, Montana. It's a great new location, a ton of merchandise, all April long at the M Store. Polos, headwear, sweatshirts, jackets. Go check out all their maroon and silver. The M Store, where they're all grizz all the time. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. All the bands with the direct ties to Missoula. Fits in the tantrums has got to be one of the best. They need to come back, man. They got multiple band members, including drummer John Wicks, who has ties to Montana, ties to Missoula. And uh, they always put on a hell of a show every time they come here. What's up, everybody? Missing anything in the first hour of Nuanas Now today? You can find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. We talked some spring football. We talked some Levi Janicaro as number 37. We heard from Andy Thompson, the new head coach of the Sacramento State Hornets. We talked some Lady Grizz basketball transfers. And we also talked about Malia Egan, a Colstrip product who just signed with Montana State and women's basketball. All of that can be found on the podcast, available on all your various podcast hosting platforms, proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com. The M Store, where they're all football, all grizz, football, all grizz, everything, all grizz, all the time, located in downtown Missoula, the uh, corner of Broadway and Higgins. And the Noise Now podcast, also presented by the Montana State Bookstore your best place to get blue and gold on game day or any other day when you're on the Montana State campus. Well, Draymond Green stomped on somebody again. Is that on on your list? list. Okay, I just was making sure. Yeah. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports here on ESPN Radio. Lots of stuff to get to today. You had a crazy yoga class the other day, you said. Oh, my gosh. I've only only hit yoga once this week. I feel bad about it. I've gotten workouts in every single day, five days, but I've only gotten one yoga in. I've gotten two yogas in. I might go tomorrow at lunch. I really wanted to go today, but that Ashtanga, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a 90-minuter, but then you also need the, you know, 10 minutes on the front and the 10 or 15 minutes on the back. I just couldn't swing it It's just a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But but it is, if you can fit it in, it's awesome. So we're talking about hothouse yoga. Yeah, downtown Missoula. And... Jen hired this new gal. I think her name is Danica. She's not... Saw her on the schedule. She's not new. She she moved and came back. Her class was so fun. She had the music bumping. We were like dancing. We were like jogging in place, but like moving around. I mean, it was just so fun. It was, it was way more than just 
it was just so hard and fun and awesome. And I put in a request for a 6 a.m. of that version of that class. I think that there's uh, there's three new names on the schedule in terms of teachers. I think these people are the ones that got it figured out. You move away from Missoula until April, and then you move back to that Missoula for the summer. That is probably the most genius thing, although it's still winter. <laughs> so. Well, for sure, but it hopefully is going to end soon. Yeah, well, when I got dressed today, I had to, like, rule out several outfits because I couldn't let my ankles show. <laughs> it was so cold. Well, our good friend Mandela is back at the hot house yep. teaching yoga classes yes, as well. Well, so uh, go check out Hot House Yoga. I also busted out a Hype House strength class on Tuesday. Good job. All push-ups are not created equal. No, they are not. If you weigh 250 like me, it's a lot harder, but uh, we got it done. It was it was definitely a fun class. And uh, Well, you know who needs to go to yoga? Who's that? Draymond Green. Uh, Draymond Green needs a lot of stuff. He even said, I don't do yoga as an excuse <laughs> as to why he st- stomped on... Demontis Sabonis? Yeah. Uh, Chicken Doesn't Sports presented by Hot House Yoga and The Hype House. Go check out each of those fine fitness studios. Hot House downtown, Missoula, and The Hype House right there on Tool Avenue across from DraftWorks. What, what do you think of Draymond Green? Okay, so Andrew and I just had a pretty intense conversation about this okay. because Draymond Green was suspended for one game for stomping on that guy. And this is uh, news first because Draymond Green's a, you know one of the most recognizable players in the NBA, and his team is down two nothing. This is also such big news though because this is uh, the continuance of what has become a trend. I mean, Draymond Green has got suspended in the playoffs, I believe, now three times in his career. Interesting. Is he good? He's ex- extremely good. Okay, just wondering. So I watched it several times. It does look like Sabonis. Is that his name? Sabonis. Yes. Sabonis. Yep. Grabbed his legs. It, it does. And they had been uh, absolutely at war with each other the entire game. Okay. So as a mom of two boys who I'm constant, well, I used to be constantly splitting up fights. I have seen how they can exasperate an already tense situation. For sure. And make it worse. But what's the, what's the number one rule of fighting? When you're talking about- Get trying the last to, hit? When you, no, no, the second guy always gets caught. Right. True, true, true. He started it. Well, he he got right. he, mom saw him in the retaliation. That's right. how it always goes. It's the same thing. The ref is always going to see the retaliation. Now I watched it from a, a a far angle. I didn't see an up close. If you're looking at it from far away, it looks like Sabonis grabbed his legs and he kind of lost his balance and fell on him. Right. I I don't know if that's what happened. For sure. But at first, I before I knew the whole story. I thought he should be suspended for more than just one game. But then I saw it and I don't know. I'm I'm torn because if you're looking at it and watching it from far away and you didn't know anything else, it looks like an an accident. Sort of. Sort of. Like you're getting your foot the away. Stop authority at the very end. Right, though. but you're getting your foot out of someone's hands, you're going to be like shaking your legs. I'm actually impersonating that now for anyone who can't see. So, I can see I can see both sides. This is why I'm a bad mom, because I don't punish either of my kids, because they're both right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, so, the Golden State Warriors almost certainly would have won four championships in a row. They won three out of four, but they would have won four in a row if Draymond Green wouldn't have punched LeBron James in the nether region. Right. And got I didn't know about out. that. I learned about that That this was morning. the whole tipping point of the series, because Draymond got thrown out, the Cavs seized momentum in the series... But also, it made LeBron incredibly mad, and then LeBron just went superhero mode, and they were the first team ever to rally from 3-1 in the finals and win, and that co- it honestly cost the Warriors a championship. Yeah. My girlfriend was asking me this the other night. Why don't they tell Draymond Green to stop? 
I was just going to say, where's Steph? So, so Draymond, this is also a continuation within this season. The Golden State Warriors were in a horrible position in January because everybody was hurt. Steph Curry was in and out of the lineup. Andrew Wiggins was totally out of the lineup. Draymond was nursing his sore back like he always does now that he's getting older. Draymond freaked out at practice and punched Jordan Poole in the face. That's right. We talked about that. We did. Mm-hmm. But it, it's such a delicate balance. I, I think you understand as a Chicago person the the brilliance and the downfalls of Dennis Rodman. Yes. But the the good outweigh the bad, yes. right? In terms of him contributing to winning because he plays so hard and he's so passionate and he's the guy that brings everybody up. That's Draymond Green as well. That's why they have such... Candace was like, why can't they control him? And I said, you can't control him. You have to take the good with the bad. I, his, I get his that. His passion is what makes him great. That's why he's in a Hall of Famer, but then his passion boils over because he's crazy. Right. Well, it's sort of, I've talked about this in youth sports. Like, yeah. there are some really crappy kids that are really mean to their teammates, but they're great at the sport, and yeah. the coaches are, like, torn because they want, there's this balance. As young as 12, 10 years old, this goes on. I do think, though, that as a decorated athlete, as a as a person in the spotlight, you do have... You know, you you should ha- you should control yourself. Check it out, Sports ESPN Radio. There was a couple other factors to this. First of all, while they were reviewing this, which by the way, the reviews have become so sophisticated. Yeah. So then, if you are like Dennis Robin and Carl Malone got in a wrestling match during the '96 Finals, and neither one of them got suspended, it was very akin to what we saw now. They just didn't have they HD didn't have replay, the, right? Of course, that's one factor. Secondly. Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, was sitting courtside when this happened. So he watched, he watched the, whole, the thing, whole thing. And it's in Sacramento, so the whole crowd is raining down booze on Draymond Green. And then the third thing is, Draymond is so crazy that while the play was being reviewed, he went over to the sideline and getting in the fans' faces. He's screaming into the crowd. He's being totally demonstrative. The commissioner's office even acknowledged that, that he got suspended for more than just the stop, but also then the reaction yeah, afterwards. afterwards and all that stuff. Well, he so. was probably so pumped up. I'm not making excuses for this guy. I just know from what I saw, it looked like he was really trying to like, it is just reminding me so much of when my kids were little and would wrestle. For and, sure. And one of them would do something and the other one, it wasn't necessarily a reaction. It was like a, it was a reaction to the situation. Yeah. And it ended badly. Yeah, for sure. Draymond's got to be able to reel it in uh, at least a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anything else on this before we move on? No. What else you got? All right. So Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Getting paid. 220, I'm sorry, $255 million contract. That's right. Sets an NFL record. Yep. The best part of all this, he is an all-female management team. Whoa. His agent, Nicole Lynn, who's my new hero, okay. negotiated this. This is the highest NFL contract negoti- negotiated, and then by a woman. Well, for sure. I mean, it's both. <laughs> it's, it's the biggest uh, deal ever. Right, yeah. and then a woman of color. Yeah, for sure. And she, I looked up her stats, and she sounds amazing. Yeah. Doctor of law. She's uh, got her, you know, obviously her undergraduate degree. She's just out there killing it. I am super impressed. Super impressed. Uh, it's a great deal for the Eagles, too, because uh, not only, well, first of all, Jalen Hurts is only going to be the highest paid player in NFL history for about like another month. Okay. Because this sets the market. Right, Jalen right. Hurts is very good, but but then when Justin Herbert and Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow all come up for the next contracts, they'll get paid more. So that, that'll that be in the rear view. But that, he's just the latest, so he's the best at this moment. But he totally deserves it for going to the Super Bowl last year and and uh, just being, by all accounts, a phenomenal leader and uh, just a very steady guy. And he's only 24. He's only 24. He doesn't have a lot of liability. 
But they also did a brilliant job because they made this work for both sides. Jalen Hurts is getting paid big time, but they also backloaded the contract. So the Eagles have this like special moment right now where they have this young quarterback and all these aging veterans. Usually those things meet a breaking point because you got to pay the quarterback and then the veterans, you can't pay them anymore. So those guys got to leave. This contract is front-loaded, though, so he's only going to get paid $6 million next year, and he's only going to get paid like $13 million the year after only. that. Well, but then it goes like 37 45 50-something. And so like by the end of the contract, he's getting all the money, and he's yeah. getting all... And then at the end of the contract, he's getting a lot of that money straight guaranteed, too. So he's just getting a check for $15, $20 million. It works for both sides because he is going to have the security later on in case he gets hurt, yeah. but they can win right now. You know how I like that. For I sure. like to know he's going to be secure. And... He's got his NFL moms right here. He's got these for ladies sure, for sure. taking care of his best interest. They're all smart, educated, funny. Nicole Lynn uh, on her Twitter on April 17th wrote, does anyone know where I can get a Brinks truck, please? It's urgent. <laughs> oh <laughs> and that's my, funny. That is funny. I love her. She's my new favorite. Uh, I hadn't known any of the part about his management team. Uh, very cool. Knowing him and his personality, that doesn't actually, that doesn't surprise me. He, he's he's a different breed. He's going to be a big, he, I mean, he already is a big star, but he's going to be a big star because he is a very, very focused and not no BS and also very handsome. So he's going to be, I think he's, this guy's a limit for him. It's cool. I'm excited. I'm excited on so many levels. Uh, Chicken Dozo Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. Need to get in shape. You want to relax your mind. You want to just have an hour to yourself. Go check out the Hype House down there on Tool Avenue. They have spin classes, strength classes, and uh, it's a great combination. Hype House, hot yoga, hot house yoga downtown. Uh, It's been a great combo for me, not just from a fitness standpoint, but from a mental standpoint, too. Appreciate those great sponsors for helping sponsor the Chicken Does No Sports each Thursday here on Nuanas Now. What else you got? Well, an NFL story that I'm not happy about is that Tua, I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. Tago Vailoa. Thank you. I made it a, a professional goal of mine to learn how to pronounce his name because I thought that that was so rude that he's going to be one of the biggest stars in the NFL. People, I mean, it's not your fault. Everybody calls him Tua. It's not your fault, and everybody and then knows. I feel bad. Everybody knows. No, no, no. I, this is just my own personal preference. Yeah. I mean, I say my name on the radio out loud as constantly as I possibly can to get people to stop calling me Nunez and Nunez, and it still doesn't work. So mm, I told you should hear what people try and how they. <laughs> Say my last Bukta. name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. People just have struggles. It, this is how do. it goes. But Tagovailoa uh, is his last name. And uh, what's up with Well, Tula? so he says he had wanted, he thought he wanted to retire after all those concussions he's had. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, he decided not to because the NFL's neurologists, they're not concerned with CTE. Well, he's, of course not. Right. I'm annoyed by this. Well, it's, I mean, it's all part of the grand cover up. I know, but I just, this is, I'm so. I'm really sad for him. For sure. Because I'm, I, I just think that this is a do you really... Remember, do you remember for like 40 years in America when the big cigarette companies tried to convince people oh, that smoking geez. wasn't bad for you? I know. I, but that's, I'm just saying it's the same parallel. I do. I get that. I just think we know more now. We're smarter now. We definitely now. know more, but so, like we all know alcohol is terrible for us and we still drink it all the time. It's just like we know head injuries are bad for us, but these guys are not going to stop playing football. I know, but this guy had a catastrophic... He had a bad one. It was concussion. actually horrible. It was it was. It was awful to watch. I don't think he should be thinking for himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> the, the money in the in the competition is just so big, though. I don't know how you could ever get these guys to walk away, you know? I guess so. The thing that's but crazy is if if the opposite side of the coin came about and Tua Tagovailoa was like, I'm done. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm walking away. Kill my contract. I'm done making money playing football. He would get scrutinized even worse. Well, what's his face? Gronk did it. 
He did for sure. And then he came back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Gronk also played for a long time. And How what, long has Tua uh, been around? Tua's been around for, I believe, four years. That's this would be his fourth year. Great. Gronk was around for 10 plus. Uh, Gronk also has like the, the better excuse because he plays a much more high contact position. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> it's a... It's a it's an incredible dichotomy. It, it really is because I, I do think if you've never played football, it's hard to really explain what keeps you coming back for more. Football sucks. Playing football, like besides games, is awful. It's such a hard thing. Yeah. Football practice is brutal every single day. It's terrible. And I mean, you get your fingers all mangled. Even the non-serious injuries. I mean, I have scars all over my hands and my arms from football. And I just play high school football, you know. Yeah. But there's like this this primal desire to play. And, and I I understand that, but there's weird. a point where your health should. Um, your I, I future. Totally, I mean, I, I totally agree. It's just he, so hard to convince 25 year olds of that. You know what I mean? His wife was okay with it. His family was okay with it. If, if I were his mom, and I'm not mom shaming, but I would be like, no. But what if your kid was about to give you $50 million? No. I want my kid <laughs> to be healthy and and have a future. And I'm very worried about Tua. And it's, mark my words, he will have CTE. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, it's... it's. I said it very seriously. Mark my words. It's 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 the dichotomy we're going to always deal with. I, I really don't know what the tipping point is, right? Like, I always yeah. thought if a guy died in the middle of the field during a primetime game, that, that that would be the tipping point. Mm -hmm. That almost happened last year, and then we kept on playing. Well, because he lived. <laughs> he's know, fine. But he's, Although, like, he's, he's fine. He's not fine. Well, he got cleared to play. <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> I know. I know. Poor DeMar Hamlin. Uh, uh, oh, give me a break. He has made so much money off this. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> not for saying sure. you want that to happen, but I'm for, just saying. For he's, sure. He's for doing sure. great. For sure. Uh, Duaz now, ESPN Radio. What else you got? All right. You think AI is the most amazing thing in the world. What? No, no, no. That you have it completely twisted. Well, you say it's going to take over, and oh, absolutely. That yeah, I, I say that in a completely doomsday fashion, though. The end of mankind will come from AI. Well, AI has already screwed over two at least semi-important people in the uh, sports world. Tell me, there was an AI-generated Tom Brady comedy special made by two comedians. The deep fakes. You got to ask your son. I know this. about deep fake. This is not deep fake. This is AI. This was, um, it was almost like, it looked like a cartoon. So you definitely didn't think it was him, but the voice was him. It was an hour long stand up format and he um, was telling crass jokes. Uh, anyway, he's suing, he threatened legal action after days, days after it was posted. So they took it down. So yeah, they say if they, the more recorded content of your voice they have, the more they can replicate it. And that's what I worry about since I have and like the radio. hundreds of thousands of hours of recorded Yikes. content between 10 years of podcasting and six years of doing daily radio. Right. And, well, watch out. Good thing I can do voices so I can be. British, <laughs> and that's how I will talk from now on. Cheerio. The uh, the promo on ESPN Radio we're running for this segment was right before the Super Bowl when you were super sick, and it sounds like you're doing a voice because you're so nasally, <laughs> but you're actually not. You're you're just talking. That's funny. But we've kept it on the radio because it's so it's uh, funny for multiple reasons. Both both because of your whole you know just comedic abilities, but also. Because I did. sound funny. You sound like you had some helium. <laughs> I want to hear that. It's, well, um, if you listen to ESPN radio more, we play mm, it all the time. I'll try that. So uh, there's also an AI interview. Do you know who Michael Schumacher is? 
He was a race car driver. Yeah, yeah. Michael Schumacher. He's the yeah. great, greatest indie car driver. Well, but maybe one of the great Indian car, indie car drivers of all time. Yeah, okay. Michael Schumacher. He's he incredibly had, wealthy. Well, he had a devastating ski accident in um, 2013. Jeez. And he's had traumatic brain injury. Oh, no. Um, and his family has kept him very guarded since then. Okay. Well, some German magazine published a completely AI-generated interview with him. None of the quotes for him. It was all AI generated. Yeah. And so now they're getting sued wait till for this, this. Wait till this gets into politics. Oh my gosh. I. And then runs rampant on Twitter. Right. I mean, it's already happening. You got to ask your sons, your boys play video games. Mm-hmm. You got to ask them to show you the deep fake TikTok channel of the deep fake voices of Barack Obama, Joe Biden, uh, and Donald Trump narrating Call of Duty. Okay, I will ask them. I don't it let is, them play Call of Duty. It is outrageous. That's good. I'm glad yeah. you don't. I think I, I know there's so many people out there listening right now that probably play Call of Duty all the time. And if I say that, I think that that's just rotting your brain. They're like, what a funny duddy. I mean, they it, play Fortnite, so I'm not going to act like they're. But I just think that that stuff is not well, good for you. It's not good for your your overall essence. Oh, as I a agree. Human. I 100 percent agree. So. These two things happen, and then Johnny Manziel... (laughs) Johnny Manziel, yeah. Yeah. His girlfriend posted... Well... Does he have a new girlfriend? I don't know. She's some hot gal who wears crop tops. I'm shocked by that. There's all this stuff posted (laughs) on her Instagram that he was abusing her. Well, it was... She was hacked. Oh, my gosh. And it was also, you know, like you said. So... The end is near. The end is near unless we stand up. How are we going to say do that? no? We're never going to do that. Okay. Well, then I guess the end if, is near. If, if the number one motivation for the development of a technology is profit, then the development of that technology will never stop. That's just, that's what we've determined as a capitalistic society. That's not a, a, a good or a bad thing. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, wait, just wait, just wait till I, AI replaces all the jobs. I know, but it's also pissing people off. So hopefully it won't be, you know, it's not as great as everyone No, it's definitely it not is. as great as everybody thinks it is, but neither is any of the food we eat. Oh, or, I mean, it's just the truth, though. We still sit here and take it. You well, know I'm about I mean? to go mouse some queso. So. Hey! Nacho party. Uh, Chicken Sports here on ESPN Radio. What else you got? Um, just one last little scoop. Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are heating up. They are Whoa. still together. So this is Pippen's ex-wife and Michael, Michael Jordan's, Jordan's son. son. Do you think they went and saw air together? So weird. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so they're still together. There's a good tw- 20 th- years between them, I think. What do you think Maybe. Michael Jordan's wife thinks of this? Does Michael Jordan have a wife? Is he, he has a new wife? He, he has a new wife. He, he divorced his ex-wife. Whoa. And then he that married. Probably was expensive. He, oh, yeah. I think she's probably not that happy about it. I, how could you possibly be? Yeah. But I think she's just counting her dog. It's just that it's Michael Jordan's son. Like, if this was right, any other thirty-year-old, right, right. it wouldn't if be a big deal. If Larsa had a boyfriend my age yeah, or whatever, yeah. it's fine. But it's it's, it's her it, her old her ex-husband's good friend teammate. and teammate. Yeah, and like I feel like she knew this kid when he was born, probably for sure. So that's why it's kind of funky. Uh, well, very good. But it's great for Instagram, so they'll <laughs> they'll stay together. Certainly, it is. I I have one more for you. So you mentioned how Tiger Woods' girlfriend broke up with him. Yeah. And then sued him. Yeah. Tried did, to sue Did him. you hear how he broke up with her? Yes. Really? You did? He said, let's the, go on a trip. The and butler, then, no, the yeah. butler said, let's yeah. go on a trip. Yeah. Pack a bag. Tiger's flying you to Jamaica. He'll meet you there. Yeah. Walks into the hotel room. There's a card from Tiger that says, you, you, it's a return ticket to California. You're not coming home and all your stuff will be there and I'm never going to talk to you again. Bye. And I changed the locks. <laughs> 
Yes. You want to know what's crazy? What? He broke up with his high school girlfriend the exact same way. Stop it. Wrote her a letter and said, I'll never speak to you again. Have a great life. He's a coward. That's a coward. For sure. Yeah. Especially when you're just so cold like him anyways. You don't even have to like hash it out. You're not even going to have the talk. Just tell him, hey, it's done. But who writes a letter and sends him to Jamaica? Right. It's 2023. Ghost him like a normal person. (laughs) Or to say, hey, I'm Tiger Woods. You're out. Bye. See you later. What a weird deal. Weird deal, uh, but but classic Tiger. Yeah, right. What a weird guy. Yep. No one is now ESPN Radio. Chicken Doesn't Know Sports presented by Hot House Yoga and the Hype House. We got to go eat some nachos. That's right. Uh, we'll see you next week. No, I will be in Orlando. That's right. You're going to Disneyland. World. Something like that. Uh, no Chicken Doesn't Know Sports next week. Back when we are into the month of May. We'll see you then. Thanks, Carolyn. Bye. Into our Montana Football Hall of Fame coverage. We do this every year around this time, leading up to the June banquet. One of your favorites, one of my favorites, Colt Anderson. Grizz, great nine-year NFL vet, special teams coach for the Cincinnati Bengals. Live next here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. I am here with Catherine DeLands of The Advocates. If you've been listening to ESPN Radio, you're familiar and you know if you've been in an accident, the advocates can surely help you. Yeah, I mean, the sooner you call us, the better. You know, we're available 24-7, consultations are free, and when you've been in that accident, insurance companies are going to be jumping all over you to talk. So give us a call first and get yourself an attorney. 406-640-4444 or online, montanaadvocates.com. Free consultations, the Montana Advocates reminding you that you deserve an advocate. ESPN Radio Missoula. Shout out to our good buddy Chad if you're listening. I know uh, he's a big passion pit guy. Every time I play that song, I think of him and, and him telling funny stories about passion pit from back in the day. Welcome back to Oz Now, ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for kicking it with us here on your Thursday. We're coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company. Missoula Broadcasting, locally owned and operated, and happy to say so for more than 15 years. It's time now for our uh, continuation of our Montana Football Hall of Fame coverage. I am on the board of directors, selection committee, and uh, take care of some of the bios every year for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. We are into our seventh or eighth induction class. I can't remember which, but it's been going for a little while now. And it's one of my favorite things I'm involved in. It's so rewarding. The event every year is so fun, and it's so fun remembering uh, and and commemorating a, a bunch of great Montana football players. This year's class includes former Grizz great Dallas Neal, former Montana State standout Mike Person, former Eastern Montana College standout Lynn Ahrens, former Montana State standout Al Wilson. Those are our players category. In the legacy category, Alan Big Al Reynolds, who was integral in helping get this project off the ground and who sadly passed away uh, last year, as well as Sonny Holland, one of the greatest Bobcats of all time, one of Butte's favorite sons and uh, arguably one of the, the great coaches in Big Sky Conference history. He also passed away this last year. And then our support category, we have Dan Rambo, who played college football at Carroll College. Each and every one of these guys that I just named went on to have uh, some sort of hand in playing professional football, if not an incredibly prestigious career uh, at the highest level of football. The induction ceremony, June 23rd and 24th uh, at the Billings Convention Center in the Magic City. So if you'd like to attend, it's always a great event. 
Uh, you can get tickets on any and all Universal Athletic websites and or locations throughout the state of Montana as well. Universal has locations in Billings, Bozeman, Butte, Great Falls, Helena, Miles City, and Missoula. Please join us for the Montana Football Hall of Fame the last week weekend of June in Billings. The only guy I didn't just name that's getting inducted this year is the man who joins us next. It's Colt Anderson. He's from Butte, Montana. He's a University of Montana alum. And now here he is as a coach for the Cincinnati Bengals more than a decade between playing and coaching in the NFL. Colt, what's up, man? I haven't talked to you in a while. How you been, buddy? What's going on? Colt, or how you doing, pal? I'm, do- I'm doing good. I, uh, I'm just in the car. I just got done with a little 10U baseball game. I'm, so I'm sitting in the car with my uh, two of my four boys, crew and case, and we are uh, just on our way home to get a little dinner. Man, I don't know how you do it. You got all this stuff going on, and then you're also just the traveling baseball and hockey dad, too. It's awesome. I love that you're doing it. And to tell everybody I said hello. Um, I, I, I was teasing Coach Houck earlier today when I when I talked to him. I said, I'm, I'm feeling old now that all my pals are the ones that are getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, but that's just kind of how it goes as we, as we get through life here. Uh, but I, I want to take this thing back to the beginning. First of all, congratulations. I lobbied for you hard, and obviously you're, you're well-deserving of, of getting inducted into the Montana Football Hall of Fame. But just take us back to the beginning. I mean, when did you first know that you loved football and you wanted to pursue a life of football when you were growing up in Butte? Yeah, I guess if we if we go back to the beginning, it starts with my my dad, and my brothers. Uh, my, my dad was a, oh sorry about that. <laughs> my dad was a, a high school football coach at Butte High, and then obviously my brothers and I. Every day, every day we. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. Every day, you know, we're we're, we're up at practice. Um, you know, watching their practice every day we can. So, uh, you know, that's when I fell in love with the game. Just seeing my dad out there coaching, and and then my brothers playing. It, it was uh, it was a good time. Well, you were a standout athlete at Butte High School in a variety of different sports, um, but then a walk on at the University of Montana. But what gave you the confidence to make that transition? I mean, what did you learn during your time at Butte High, and what gave you the confidence to then make the transition to then jump to Division One football and play for the Grizz? Right. You know, I, I think it was my brothers. Uh, you know, they both had opportunities to play college football. Neither of them did. My, my oldest brother went and played baseball uh, at a community college over in, in, in Washington. And then, uh, you know, my brother Luke, he, he had a, he had opportunity to go down to Western. And, and he, you know, he said, you know, football, football was kind of wasn't what he wanted to pursue. And, and you know, I, I just, when I had an opportunity, I'm like, you know, at least one of us has to try doing this because, you know, I, th- I thought those guys were both better players than me. Um, you know, obviously they're they're a little bigger than me, but uh, you know, just just the fact that they didn't do it, I'm like, I, I just felt like I, I needed to do it. And then I, I've always been a guy, you know, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna you know go all in. And uh, was fortunate to get an opportunity to play uh, or, or to walk on at the University of Montana there. And um, yeah, I, I guess <laughs> the rest is history. But. Yeah, ultimately it was just you know my, my brothers and and uh, you know them not not playing college ball and then and then me finally you know deciding that I I needed to uh, to give it a shot. Cole Anderson joining us here on ESPN Radio. He's one of our inductees for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. The banquet coming up in Billings in June. One of the other guys that's going in is Sonny Hahn, who's also a Butte. Uh, we already inducted Sonny uh, as a uh, coach, but he, he, we're just remembering him because he passed away this last year. But the, the story of Butte 
has so much to do with the story of football in Montana, but there's also such deep ties to the other side of the rivalry at Montana State. What was Butte like when you were first coming out of Butte? Do you remember it as a Grizz town, a Bobcat town? And what do you remember just about the Grizz at that moment? What lured you uh, to the west side of the divide? Well, that's a great question. You know, it was a Grizz town at the time. Uh, the Grizz were rolling. They, they, they were out recruiting, uh, you know, Bozeman with, with Butte guys. And, you know, there was a handful of, of Butte guys playing on that national championship team in 1995. And then, you know, it, it, this is kind of a crazy story, but in fourth grade, it, it was I was 10 years old, and uh, my fourth grade teacher was Mrs. Kriskovich. And it just so happened to be in 1995, and her nephew was Dave Dickinson. So, uh, that, that was a year, that was a school year. I'll always remember just, um, you know, going through that year and, and every Monday after, after a Grizz victory, it was, it was the best thing. And Fridays were awesome. You know, we looked forward to the game and everyone from my class grew up just big Grizz fans, um, you know, because of that 1995 team and, and, you know, what they were able to do. And then on top of that, my, my fourth grade teacher just so happened to be Dave Dickinson's aunt. So, um, you know, after that year, I, I just knew I was going to be a Grizz fan. I, 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 I actually, growing up, um, my, my best buddy was Cole Salo, and his, his uncle was Greg, and he was yep. the coordinator at, at Montana State. And, um, you know, we we always tried every week, and it seemed like we'd go to a Montana or Montana State game. But uh, I just I just felt Montana State at the time, and or Mon, uh, Montana, excuse me, at the time was just, um, you know, controlling the controlling the state state, so to speak, and um, just felt right to to uh, to go there, but. And I grew so, up a Grizz fan. And, sure. and sort of serendipitous, too, that uh, then you make your way to Montana. The Grizz got it rolling. Bobby Houck's the head coach. But then in comes Tim Houck after uh, a long and prestigious career in the NFL, perhaps the longest career ever played in the NFL by a, a former Grizz. And uh, he's cutting his teeth as, in his first couple years as a safeties coach. But it's so interesting to analyze now because you guys walk such similar paths. But when you first got to Montana, I know Tim was one of the first guys that really believed in you. How much did just his presence and his belief, and but also just his coaching and the path he'd already walked, help develop you as as a player into the player that you became? Oh yeah, you know between him and his brother, I, I owe a lot to them. Um, you know specifically him. So on my recruiting trip, um, I'm down there, and his, his uncle Tom, you know, walked me around the whole the whole you know campus and. Um, you know, here's here's Tim Houck, just just so big. He he just kind of ended his pro career, and um, he pulls me aside and asks Bobby to leave the room. And, and it was just me and Tim Houck sitting in the sitting in the office there. And he said, "Hey, I'm going to start coaching safeties here." Um, you know, told me his story, and you know, it's it is crazy because our, our stories are very similar. He told me, you know, looked me in the eye, and he was a, you know, he's, he's a guy with great integrity, and he's, I'm going to give you a chance, and he did, and, um, you know, he pushed me, but he loved me, and you know, just, uh, you know, it, it was such a great experience to have him as uh, my position coach for the five years I was there, and, um, you know, it was, it was pretty neat because our, our careers, obviously, I think I had four or less uh, years playing, but. Uh, our careers are very similar from being walk-ons to Montana, uh, uh, at Montana, from Montana, and then, you know, making it to the NFL as undrafted guys. and um, You know, undersized, uh, overlooked, um, all, all, the, all that stuff. So um, it, was, uh, it was a pretty cool story, and um, he and I still stay in touch and um, are still great friends. So pr- pretty, pretty cool deal. Cole Anderson here on ESPN Radio. He is one of our inductees to the Montana Football Hall of Fame. The banquet coming up 
here in June. Uh, June 23rd, 24th from the Billings Convention Center. If you'd like to join us, please do. There's tickets available at Universal Athletic Stores across the state. You can also visit mtfootballhof.com to check out tickets as well. Uh, Colt, I know it's so hard to, to sum up a five-year span, but last question about the Grizz before we talk a little bit about the NFL stuff. What is uh, your, your lasting memories of your time at Montana, and then how are you guys able to, to perform at such a high level for such a long duration? I mean, that was one of the great runs in Grizz history and uh, one that I think a lot of people are clamoring for and that compare to still to this day. So what, what are the things that stand out to you about what made your guys' group so special? I think it was the brotherhood. Um, you know, it was, it was established long before we got we, we got there, and it, it was something that we just felt we had to continue. And you know, we, we loved each other and we pushed each other, and um, you know, we we worked our tails off and um, c- competed each other in, in, in the weight room, the, the football field, and and then at night, you know, we, we had fun and you know, we fought a little bit, and um, you know, but we we really looked after one another and, and loved each other and. Uh, you know, it's, it's something that can't be, can't be uh, uh, taken you know, for granted, and I think that's what good teams do is, is they uh, they have a special bond and uh, trust, and you can look each other in the eye and know know that the other guy's got your back, and um, it, it was a good deal because you know we 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 did have some talented you know players, but we we had a lot of blue collar uh, you know guys that you know probably wouldn't be on the field if they're on any other team, but. They busted their butt and they, they uh, you know, gave it their all. And, and at the end of the day, they, they were guys that we all trusted. And um, you know, we, we didn't want to let one another down. And and uh, that 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 ended up being, um, you know, the, the biggest thing was that you, you didn't want to let your teammate down. And then you get the opportunity to get to the NFL, uh, but not an easy road. You had to grind pretty hard, get from the practice squad onto an active roster. So. Uh, just take us through that process. What was your motivating factor when you went through it? I know you had the, the, the knee injury as well that was something that uh, may, maybe could have set you back but didn't. The early days of the NFL, how were you able to stay focused and what was the thing that drove you to then have such an extended and, and uh, long NFL career? Right. Well, it was a very, it was a very similar uh, you know, story. It, it, being undrafted was very similar to being uh, – or being uh, a walk-on, excuse me, was very similar to being undrafted. It, it's uh, – back against the wall and you're, you're overlooked a little bit. You know, they got their guys that they draft just like in college where they have their guys that they get scholarships to. So I knew, I knew I had my work cut out for me, but it, it was a challenge I was willing to accept. And, and, and really, I just approached it like like I did as a walk-on where I was going to uh, out, outwork my opponents, which were my teammates, and, uh, you know, try to show the coaches that I, I uh, des- deserve a shot. Was there a moment when you, you knew – Okay, I belong. I belong here in the NFL. Uh, you know it, that the first year I was, I was on the practice squad, and uh, you know, pro- probably mid- middle of that year, you know, I, I was getting pretty angry uh, that I wasn't getting a shot, and I was busting my butt and thought, you know, I, I should be out there, and um, so it was probably the middle of that my my, my rookie year. And now here you are as an NFL coach. So, what about it has made you stay in it? I mean, wh- why why have you chosen to continue living a life of football now, even after your playing days are over? Yeah, I, I guess the love of the game, the camaraderie. Uh, you know, something that, like I talked about. You know, what we had at Montana was that brotherhood, and uh, you know, just that feeling of being around the guys every day is, is something that most professions don't have. 
And, um, you know, I took a couple of years off and was able to go volunteer at Butte High with Eric Gray and Brian Arnton, Chad Joner, all those guys. And, uh, you know, I just really, truly enjoyed it. And, and so I talked to my wife and said, hey, I, I think I'm going to try getting back in the NFL as a coach. And, and uh was fortunate that I had an op- opportunity and an interview and uh, got my foot in the door. And so, uh, yeah, just love the game and, and just being around the guys is something that I've really enjoyed. Colt Anderson here on ESPN Radio. Last thing for you, man, and uh, maybe I'll follow up with you later on, but I know you got to get going. So last thing for you here, uh, I know it's a big question, especially because, you know, you're still a relatively young guy that's in your 30s, but uh, have you considered uh, the impact football's had on your life? And if so, what impact has football had on your life and just uh, the way that it's sort of led you down this path to the life you're living now? It, it is funny to think about because, you know, a lot of people say faith, family, and football, and, and, and that's, you know, really, I look back at my life, and that's kind of what it's been. Um, you know, family's obviously very important to me, my faith, and and, 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 and football's probably third. And it, it's just part of my life that I've always, uh, something in my life that I've always had. And, um, you know, those two years off, uh, you know, I, I guess it felt like something was missing. So to be able to come back and, and coach and be on the other side, it, it, it's been you know, a blessing and uh if you can't play, you coach. So, so here I am coaching. There you go. Colt Anderson, one of the best. We'll catch up with you soon, buddy. And uh, enjoy yourself. Right, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for being here. All right, my man. Appreciate you. Colt Anderson, Butte's finest. One of our inductees for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. The inductee class includes Colt Anderson of Butte and the University of Montana, who played nine seasons in the NFL. Dallas Neal of Great Falls who played at the University of Montana and then had a couple seasons there in the NFL with the Atlanta Falcons. Mike Person of Glendive, who played at Montana State. Mike Person will join us at 5 o'clock on Monday, so very much looking forward to catching up with Mike as well. Uh, he played nine seasons in the NFL. Lynn Ahrens of Wolf Point, who played way back in the day at Eastern Montana College when that's what they used to call Montana State Billings, and they went on to play in the NFL. Al Wilson, who was an outstanding linebacker at Montana State, played for the BC Lions and the CFL. And then we also have Dan Rambo, a Carroll College alum, who they went on to play, who hails from Libby, went on to play in the NFL and the CFL. Should be a great event, as it always is. One of my favorite things that we do, and one of my favorite things to be a part of. You can check out my bios on both Colt Anderson and Mike Person on SkylineSportsMT.com. Person, again, will join us on Monday. If you'd like to join us for the Montana Football Hall of Fame, please do. June 23rd and the 24th, we have a golf event on the 23rd at Pryor Creek Golf Course out there in Huntley Project, which is such a fun course. We also uh, then have a student mental health symposium during the day on Saturday the 24th, and then in the evening, starting at 6 p.m., the Montana Football Hall of Fame induction banquet live from the Billings Hotel and Convention Center. We've sold hundreds and hundreds of tickets to each one of these, and we want to keep it going. So if you so are inclined, please go check out Universal Athletic locations across the state. There's one in Billings, Bozeman, Butte, Great Falls, Helena, Kalispell, Miles City, and here in Missoula. You can also visit mtfootballhof.com, and you can get tickets. It's $100 per person or $800 for a table. I promise you, if you enjoy football, you enjoy history, and you enjoy being around some of the greats of the game, you will absolutely enjoy yourself at this event. It is my favorite event, hands down, no question, of the year. 
Can't wait for it every year. And uh, if you are so inclined, please join us at the Montana Football Hall of Fame, June 23rd and 24th from Billings. What's going on tomorrow? We're going on a road trip. The Traveling Radio Show continues. We'll get you set up for tomorrow's show next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Coulter Nuanas coming to you through the ESPN MT studio here at the Missoula Broadcasting Company on behalf of both ESPN Missoula and Skyline Sports. Here are some of our friends from Blackfoot Communications, one of our great business partners at both entities. They've done so much for us in helping us develop so many different things at Skyline Sports. Also help bring you our ESPN Radio podcast network as well. We're here with Hannah Kreiss from Blackfoot Communications. She is a business development representative. Tell people just about your history at Blackfoot. How long have you been at Blackfoot? Yeah, I've been at Blackfoot three years now. When it comes to just uh, your actual job title, what is it that you do? I mean, what is your primary things that uh, go on in your day-to-day at Blackfoot? Yeah, so I target and work with small businesses um, and just helping them get connected to internet and phone services, just smaller grade equipment and services that they might need and not all of the bigger enterprise. What's your favorite part about your job at Blackfoot? I like connecting with people and meeting new people and going out and just having those conversations and getting to know them in the community. And how about just the organization in general? I mean, it, it seems like such a great company to work for. Yeah, absolutely. It's very community-based, um, very family-oriented inside as well, and it's definitely very enjoyable. If you want to find out more about Blackfoot Communications in general, visit goblackfoot.com. Great website, very easy to navigate. They can help you with all sorts of things, from small business development to any sort of fiber, internet, communications, anything like that. Small business networking, all of it. Visit goblackfoot.com. One, two, three. One is now on ESPN Radio. We got to a lot today. Fun show. Missed anything in it. You can find our interviews with Andy Thompson, New Sac State head coach. Colt Anderson, upcoming inductee into the Montana Football Hall of Fame, as well as Carol and the Chicken Doesn't Know Sports, plus a bunch of commentary on Levi Janet Carroll, the new Grizz number 37, and a bunch more. Other Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Blackfoot Communications. Visit goblackfoot.com, the M Store, where they all Grizz all the time, and the Montana State Bookstore, your best place to get blue and gold anytime you're on the MSU campus in Bozeman. We'll be in Bozeman tomorrow. Coming to you live from Sky Shed, which is the rooftop bar at the Armory Hotel, downtown Bozeman, right there off of Mendenhall. If you're in the area, please come down. Please say hi. You can hang out with us, uh, listen to the show. Got a jam-packed show for you. Our good buddy Ian Laird is the voice of the Bobcats on the ESPN Plus stream for both men's and women's basketball. We will talk to him all things Bobcat spring football as well as uh, the unbelievable merry-go-round that Montana State men's basketball has been on. We'll also hear from MSU new head men's basketball coach Matt Logie. We'll also hear from Bobcat left tackle Rush Reimer. And we'll also hear from Montana State head coach in football Brent Vegan. A bunch of Bobcat talk coming up tomorrow as we get you set up for the MSU uh, spring game live from Bobcat Stadium on Saturday. Join us, please, tomorrow, either in person or here on ESPN Radio. Thanks so much for listening. This has been uh, the Kraken, by the way, coming up. Kraken versus Avs right up next on ESPN Radio. We'll see you tomorrow. You want us now, ESPN Radio. What's up, everybody? It's Coulter Nuanas from your favorite daily sports talk show, Nuanas Now, which airs live each weekday between 4 and 6 p.m. on 102.9 ESPN Missoula as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV, and worldwide on the ESPN MT app, and of course, 
as you're listening right now, you can always find Nuanas Now archived as well on the Nuanas Now podcast. One of the biggest events on campus every single year at Montana State is the MSU Spring Rodeo. Get rodeo ready with the MSU Bookstore all month long. MSU Rodeo tees and equine accessories will be available starting on April 10th. All month long, you can get three t-shirts for $25, two crewnecks for $50, or two hoodies for $55. Go check out all the great rodeo gear at the Montana State Bookstore on the MSU campus. The Montana State Bookstore also does a great job of giving back some of their proceeds to help reduce textbook costs for students across the MSU community. And of course, it's your go-to place to get your blue and gold on game day or any other day. Montana State's rodeo team, as prestigious and nationally powerful as they come. So if you're planning on heading to the spring rodeo, swing by the MSU bookstore first. When you're in need of some Bobcat gear, Go check out the Montana State Bookstore located in the Strand Union Building on the Montana State campus in Bozeman, Montana.